TV I say with Ashley Ray another episode another episode of TV I say with Ashley Ray another episode another episode of TV I say with Ashley Ray another episode. Welcome back. This is TV I Say with Ashley Ray, your go-to podcast for discovering what to watch on TV and getting behind-the-scenes insight from the people who make the shows you love. Today, I am so excited. We have my three favorite silly boys. That's really? Oh, I love that. <laughs> Thank you. That's my little name for you. I have Mark Broden and Zach from Auntie Donna, who yes. you know from the Netflix show, uh, of course, which was created by Ed Helms and Earwolf's own Scott Ackerman, who I have to have to shout out as a, as a family podcast. Podcast of cousin, course, of course. Uh, or your web series, uh, Glen Ridge Secondary College, your 2018 music album, uh, and of course, all the live shows you do all over the world. And yes. you have a podcast on YouTube. Yes, yes, we yes, do. Yes, we, we do, and uh, available in all good podcast locations. Yeah. We love TV as much as you as uh, well. Yeah, yeah. that's, we we that's why TV. I'm excited to have you here. Yeah. We yeah. love the small screen. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, that's the thing about TV now is there's big screens yeah, as well. There's yeah, there's big yeah, screens. Yeah. Yeah. Not as big as the big ones. Though. Well, I'm a yeah, big, big one. My TV is 70 inches, bro. Yeah. My TV is a theater, actually. Yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah. I live inside Alamo Draft House. <gasps> wow. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah the must, rent is great. You yeah. rent a lot? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I quite legitimately did a campaign uh, when, when, when we had our first lockdown, our first COVID lockdown. I realized there was all these empty cinemas. And I started bullying all the cinemas in my home city to let me live there. I was just like, what? <laughs> Why not? Like, I'll just, I don't like, and yeah. I was playing it like a joke, but also simultaneously Seriously. looking up portable baths for the kitchen. Yeah. So, and I was like, I could live in a cinema. You could. Like, I feel they have microwaves and at least popcorn. Yeah. At the yeah. very yeah. least. At the very least. Smoothie I was, yeah. machine. And there'd be like a hot dog machine, surely, like that maybe yeah. they don't use anymore, but I could get it You could clean it up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm so happy that that you're here. Uh, also, you're you're from Australia, mm-hmm. which I I just dated someone who was a flat earther, and they told oh, me no. that they did not believe Australia was real. I got to well, tell you, when you said I just dated someone, <laughs> I was not expecting. No, you know, I, I was uh, expecting Australian. Yeah, I was oh, expecting yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anything yeah, yeah. but a flat earther. Um, it, I didn't find out until you know second date that they're a flat earther. No one leads with that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But then quickly after flat earther came. And I don't think Australia is real. It's a yeah. government psyop campaign, uh-huh. and anyone you psyop. Say, yeah. What is a psyop? Uh, it's like a fake government campaign to distract you from the truth. So they <laughs> well, tell you Australia yeah. is real. You get on a plane, but you really just fly in a circle mm-hmm. a bunch of times, and uh, then they let you yeah. off in Canada. We, we <laughs> came. We came. We came here to say that's completely not true. We're not actors. This isn't a press tour to confirm that Australia exists. <laughs> It is a real place. We've seen it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I grew up there. Yeah. For sure. I grew up there with kangaroo. Uh, uh, kangaroo. Kangaroo. Exists there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we are from there. Absolutely. Com- you're sure. And it is yeah. real. And it's and real. It, uh, it's so real. And you're not being paid. No. No. To say this. No, 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 no. No. I love, I love, I'm fa- I'm sorry, I, I got to be careful here. <laughs> I have like a side project podcast that has nothing to do. It's like a pop culture thing. Uh, it's about the actor John Leguizamo. And I, I did one podcast where I think I talked about flat earthers for 45 minutes because I get so obsessed with yeah, it. They're and fascinating. I really, I'm going to derail your podcast. I, pl- I I'm mean, not careful. I they're so fascinating. 
He had an, a whole app that was like, here's how the planets work with a flat Earth. He was like, this is the app that tells you the true time because it works from flat Earth. And I was like, wow. He's wrong because we're from a place that is on the other side of the Earth. And well, you asking. think you are. You think you yes. are. <laughs> did, did, did he believe in the ice wall as well? Out of uh, curiosity? No, no. No, no, no. They so, didn't believe in that. Oh, really? Uh, there's, yeah. like, there's disagreements within the flat Earth. Really? The flat about whether the ice wall, is, the a ice wall is a thing or not? I he did that. not confirm with that, but he did believe Australia is not real. It's a government psyop campaign, and anyone who thinks they're there is actually in Canada. Culturally, it is not so. real. We really uh, have just ripped off for a long time. We ripped off England, and then we got tellies, and then we ripped off America. Yeah, like we've just been watching Hogan's Heroes for sixty years. And that's a good show, though. That's yeah. a great show. That's a good one. I, I do love. I do love the idea that Canada. Is like no one has ever filmed Australia for Canada. Yeah. Like, like you know, I think Mad yeah, Max they, the same, they shot in Namibia. Like yeah. you know, if you're gonna fake it. Fun fact though, and this is Zach's favorite fact: the biggest TV show that currently shoots in Melbourne, mm. where we're from, it's called La Brea. Oh, yeah, 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 La Brea. My mom is obsessed with it. Oh, and that's they, funny. She loves it. Yeah. Having lived a little bit here, the the notion of shooting Melbourne, which is weather similar to Portland. Uh, as and architecture L- similar to Portland. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. As as LA is the funniest thing in the world. I lived, when we were shooting our Netflix show, I lived just off La Brea. And then when they were shooting La Brea, I lived just off the street that they were pretending was La Brea. <laughs> and it was just this beautiful moment. Like I, I went there one day, it was in the middle of a lockdown. I went there and it was filled with American cars. <laughs> And I was like, what's happening? And they're like, we're shooting a movie. I'm like, oh, that must be set in Portland or New York or Chicago. I'm like, where's it set? Because there's like three or four pathetic, like dying palm trees. <laughs> and I was like, where's it set? And they're like, oh, it's La Brea. This is La Brea. <laughs> La Brea. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it's I, phenomenal. I mean, today it is a perfectly rainy day on La Brea. So yeah, yeah. yeah this know? is the closest La Brea has yeah, ever been as to ever Port looked Melbourne. To, to Australia. <laughs> yeah. And maybe today is the day when it parts and then you fall into a dinosaur world. Yeah. 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 True, Does yeah. your mum know it's shot in Melbourne? No, she doesn't. She doesn't? And oh. actually, when she came to visit me here, she made me take her to the actual the La Brea tarpets. Street. Yeah. And oh, the really? Wow. And she was like, "This is the show," and I was like, "It's not." But okay, mom. <laughs> I just let her have it. I was like, "Yeah, I, yeah." We well, actually shot our. We've got a show coming out in Australia, um, and we actually shot across the studio uh, studio from where they were shooting La Brea, and I snuck in. I got like a little sneak peek, and that show had more grips than we had an entire entire crew. (laughs) (laughs) They got a lot of money. I was like, I'm the 15th grip, and I'm like, that is – I don't even think we have a grip. I don't know what that is. I guess there's dinosaurs. I've never watched it. I just, like, (laughs) pick up from my mom being like, and then a dinosaur, like, ate an actress, and I'm like, what is this show? (laughs) I love it. I love that, like, that – it's that um, serialized network TV. It's Mm. such a rare thing now where – we're literally plots. They're just like, what if we check this? It's yeah, like, um, let's just do this for a few <laughs> it's episodes. Like an improv yeah, game, yeah, like yeah. it's crazy. The only show still doing it is Grey's Anatomy. So. Yeah, <laughs> and and I I heard this morning on one of the breakfast shows that. Miss, Mrs. Gray is leaving. Yes. Oh, yes, really? Yes. Whose anatomy is it going to be? That. Oh, well, okay. I can't answer all these questions. <laughs> <laughs> You're the TV expert. I mean, and specifically a Gray's Anatomy. You could say I have my PhD in it. Yeah. Uh, wow. I've been watching since the beginning. Yeah. Uh, in fact, tonight is Meredith Gray's last episode. <gasps> Ellen Pompeo. 
Uh, as of you listening to this episode, she will have left. Wow. Uh, she's moving to Boston. Yes, she's moving to Boston. Reverse and, cheers. Yeah, yeah. Reverse what we, Frasier. What, yeah. <laughs> what we do know is that they're burning the hospital down. Oh, my God. Wow. That's Yeah, that's the big event that's going to happen is big fire in the hospital. She's moving to Boston. Uh, and now it is going to be uh, the next Grey, which is her secret sister who she didn't know about. Oh, um, oh. <laughs> oh so of course. Her, sec- her second secret sister uh, she didn't so know about. So melodramatic. Maggie. Last name. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, it's the but also, oh, but also yeah. it's the name of the, the book, right? Yes, and also yeah, Doctor yeah. Study yeah. Grey's in that, but she is great. And then the hospital uh, is Grey Sloan Memorial. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they really covered a lot of great. Yeah, they yeah, barely, yeah. Because yeah, I so always thought that. I was always like, if you're making an ER type show, and yeah. you're betting on one of those actors. Imagine if ER was called like George Clooney Emergency <laughs> Room. <laughs> yeah, they would have really something yeah, come I'd season two. Like Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell. It's George Clooney's Emergency <laughs> Room. <laughs> and then you tune in, you tune in in 2005 <laughs> yeah. and you're like, Noah Wiley's good, but he's no <laughs> George he's Clooney. George Clooney. <laughs> yeah. And they do sometimes have the old actors like appear in oh. like a FaceTime. Are they still bringing back Denny? Are they like... <laughs> They do sometimes. Oh, man. How long ago? <laughs> how long ago did that ice icicle impale? Yes, the, the icicle impale. That was that was over a decade ago. That, <laughs> wow. That literally happened when I was in college. <laughs> Amazing. I didn't know. There was about yeah. a ten year window where I didn't know it was still going. I the, stopped, a lot of people yeah, stopped um, when they yeah. did the musical episode. Wow. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. One of the doctors gets in a car crash and she has a whole vision that the hospital's yeah. a musical and that for some people was like, I'm done. But for me, that's when a when a when a network TV show really hits its stride. Right. Is that's, the musical honestly, episode. that's when it found itself to me. Yeah. So Scrubs absolutely. did that like episode three. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it's like I feel like Xena did one and that was probably the yeah. weirdest Buffy, one. Buffy definitely. Yeah, Buffy did, did one. Yeah. Yeah. Hamilton. Just, yeah, there Hamilton was just Hamilton. Did one. <laughs> A chorus line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Sweeney they, they Todd. Yeah. Um, for me, when Glee did it, that's when oh, I was. That's when I was yeah, changing yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do love though. Glee definitely had a moment where they stopped trying to pretend the songs were in world. Yeah. Like there was oh, this yeah. like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. just. I think like probably episode five, they were like, okay, what does the music industry want us to have trending this week? <laughs> uh, this Lady Gaga song, we'll fit it in somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> when they seen the footage of what when they did what did the fox? Oh, say? I've watched. I've watched all of Glee. <laughs> I've watched it all I the way through. I didn't even finish Glee. Really? It's the one show that I never finished. I think I still have eight episodes left. Wow. Oh, yeah. In the last season, I stopped. I, I, feel like I genuinely think season one is really quite it good. Is. It it's is. It's really it's quite fun. It's funny. You know, what's his name? The, the guy who created it. Uh, uh, oh, Ryan, Ryan Murphy. Yeah, Ryan Murphy. He is great at season ones. Wonderful. Like American Popular, Horror Story. American Horror Story. Nip Tuck. Tuck. I, love, I love all. And then just post season one. <laughs> The man loses his mind. Yeah. He <laughs> just is like, what they, they gave me another season. They gave me more money. I'm going to do whatever I want. It's just this strange. His shows always go from the most ironic and subversive to the most earnest. Yeah. Really quickly. Really, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Too really. quickly. And it's just one minute it's like them doing some Nicki Minaj cover. And then the next they're like trying to make someone feel better after an abortion. Yes. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Totally. Totally. And there's, there's one season. I can't remember exactly what season it is. Maybe it's four. Where... 
you the the they they're literally making the show as it's going, and then you see them go, okay, what we were doing wasn't working. Oh yeah, and then they just change, like because they try to introduce a new high school cast, but yeah. also follow the old the cast old people at, in, college in college at New York, oh, and they're know. splitting their attention. And, and this then, is also when the actor who played Finn died. died yeah, passed away, yeah. which was you know like so cancelled so many plans that they had, and then they're just halfway through the season, and then it just. They just stop going to high school, fuck off all the yeah. new characters, and just <laughs> wow. focus on the old. It's yeah. Incredible. They like go to New York, and that's when I stopped watching because there's like a scene where they try to do "Let's Have a Kiki." That have a Kiki. Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Jessica I was like, "You've gone too far." I'm done. <laughs> that's like, when I was like, no. "I recommend pushing through. It gets crazy." <laughs> How could it top got, Sarah Jessica Parker singing "It just Let's gets have a Kiki. bonkers. <laughs> it gets it's bonkers. bonkers." I have to say, you three know your TV. I'm really impressed. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> and we're from. Australia for sure. And for sure it from exists. Australia, which exists. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. not like a sort of place where they sit us down and show us a <laughs> and bunch of And show you TV. all of American culture and yeah. like make sure you get it down. Yeah, yeah. Glee is very important to them. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, There's no clockwork orange-esque sort of, you know, <laughs> interrogation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that yeah. doesn't happen. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Our watch list here. The the viewers want to know what are you currently watching? Can be new, can be just something old that you're mm. revisiting. You know what, what's on your TV? Uh, um, I, I'm I'm happy to start. Go for it, Mark. Uh, I had a, I had a couple of um a few weeks ago. It happened to me two Sundays in a row. I didn't mean it to happen. It's probably why I was a bit tired on on a Monday at work, boys. But uh, <laughs> it's staring that out. It got to like. <laughs> It got to like 11 o'clock at night. I was like, oh, I just want to chill out. I'll watch one episode of a TV show I've been meaning to watch and then I'll, um, you know, fall asleep to it or go to sleep. And then two Sundays in a row I ended up staying up till about 6 a.m. Oh. just watching. The, so that was a True Detective season one oh. that I did that with nice. because it was just so gripping. And then the next Sunday it was White Lotus season two. Uh, I just couldn't stop. That would just—it's incredible. Both both of those shows just uh, really, really got me. Yeah. To the point where I I I physically could not turn it off. Yeah. True <laughs> like, Detective season one is one of the best shows ever made. Phenomenal. I've yeah. never watched True Detective season one because 
the two times I've tried to watch it have been on an aeroplane. Oh. And the first time I tried to watch it on an aeroplane, I didn't have noise-cancelling headphones, and mm. they mumble in yeah, that show. That's a real yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, Very I was mumbling. like, I can't do this. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of sad, grumbly mumbling. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then the yeah. second time I watched it, you know how they, like, um, do a bit of censorship on aeroplane? Yeah. They, which is really quite dark, but they, they blurred out the breasts of a corpse. Yeah. And yeah. I remember thinking, if that's what you find offensive, <laughs> I don't trust you as a censor, I'm going to have to like, <laughs> that's really bail. messed yeah. up that that's the I thing you're blurring say, up. I true detective, like they just blur out all the dead bodies of children. Like, <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Yeah. Just so long that's as fine. they're not naked. No nipples, like, please. No yeah. nipples. Um, like, um, so I was like, I think I might have to watch <laughs> yeah. this one as it's intended yeah. on yeah. a proper screen. On a, pro- so. yeah. on a so proper I'm, little screen. <laughs> I loved, I loved those two. And then I've been like most of the world, I've been watching The Last of Us and very, very obsessed with yeah. The Last of Us. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. I'm a very big fan of the game. Like very, very oh, so, big. Okay, yeah. Do you feel like it's staying close? I've heard both sides who are like, it's the best TV version of a video game and people who are like, it's too much like the video game and it needs to be more like TV. Oh, really? I Yeah. I think it strikes the best balance I've ever seen. Because I, I love adaptation. I love what HBO did with Watchmen as well. I thought that yeah. was like an incredible just example of adaptation. I love what they've done with this because... They will have beat for beat, shot for shot moments from the game that are exactly the same as the cutscenes that are just like words, you know, even like the performances are almost identical. But there's not too many of them. Yeah. Because then what they're doing is either side of that, they're giving you more information about the characters or like looking at side characters more in depth, which is really fun and doing different things like episode three, which everyone was uh, yeah, going the, off about. Yeah, we call it the gay episode. The gay episode. Yeah, yeah that's the I just, gay I, episode. I loved how not only did we get to find out more about Bill and Frank because in the game you just sort of get a little inkling of what happened between them, but the game, it's, it's much darker what happens Ooh. between them. And I loved that they completely changed it to kind of give the show just a little bit of like hope, just like something nice before it gets real fucked up. Yeah. Cause it's going to get real fucked oh. up. <laughs> I didn't play the video games. <laughs> it okay. gets bleak. Great. Um, great and I, I, it's not bleak enough already. No, 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 Like no. the zombies and yeah, dead yeah. kids. So and like, cool, cool. Yeah. I think they're nailing it. I'm, <laughs> I'm very, very happy. Very okay. impressed. So yeah. I'm going to use that as a definitive review. Play the game, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Broden. What are you watching? What well, I don't watch TV anymore. I'm too sad. <laughs> Very uh, fair. It's depressing. Something happened to my head after I made a TV show and I saw how it all worked. I saw how the sausage is made <laughs> that I struggle to turn most TV shows on. And But when I ever turn a TV show on, I get immersed and really get into it. But I'm afraid to click start on things. Yeah. I don't know if you ever have that. But um, the one thing I, fi- I finally watched, it's not a drama. It's, not, it's literally just... Ryan Reynolds and Rob McKellenny McKellenny buying buying a football team buying a football team for yeah yeah and as it's an eighteen welcome to Wrexham welcome to Wrexham yeah yeah eighteen part series for FX about about two very rich people one substantially richer than the other which one which one's richer the one who sold his aviation gin for eight hundred fifty million dollars oh yeah I guess <laughs> the other one's on a TV show. Um, and uh, I, I was watching it and I thought, I was watching because I like sport. But then as I turned on, there's something in it for everyone. Yeah. And I would I would say 
Have you watched it? Yeah, yeah. It had a Ted Lasso effect on me. Yeah. Where I kind of was like, this is going to be a dumb sports yeah. thing. And then it wasn't. And yeah. I was, mm. I got into it. And I was, I, I, Ryan Reynolds is really charming. It's, it's yeah. about, it's, like, it knows it's, how to, it's got charming. that kind of entourage energy to it too. Yeah. It's like, if I had endless money and I could do anything, what would I do? And it's essentially about two very rich people deciding to help a town in a, a very poor town in a forgotten part of the world. And if you want to own anything ever, or if you like these people's personalities, it just, it hits you on like multiple angles and really, really engages you. And then the other show, I just thought and realized because of FX, my favorite show I've seen in maybe a decade. Um, it's an FX show. There's a man who was in Australia, um, he literally drove taxis in a small town called Echuca, uh, which is a, like a town of 10,000 people. Mm, yeah. um, and he wanted to make f films and movies. And uh, he got a film made, uh, like a short film made, and that eventually got picked up as a TV series, got passed on by all the networks in Australia, and then came and pitched it over here for FX, and they picked it up. And it's my favourite show in a decade. It's called Mr. Inbetween. Oh. And it's... um it perfectly captures action and drama and Australian performance, um, Mr. Inbetween. It's, okay. it's literally about a, a muscle, the muscle for a, a guy whose job is to be the in-between guy. Yeah. And I it, feel like I've heard of this and I've either watched it all and forgot about it or I have not watched yeah. it. It's, <laughs> One of the I don't it's think all, yeah. I don't think you'd forget it once you saw his smile on his face. I, I, I it's it's just a I, I, I recommend that to anyone. As an Australian repping another Australian, his name's Scott. Scott Ryan. Okay. And uh, he he worked with uh one of the Edgerton brothers. Uh so uh what Joel Edgerton is the famous one, Nash, but Nash Edgerton Nash. is the director and filmmaker and brilliant. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, absolutely awesome. I love when someone introduces me to something new. That doesn't yeah. happen a lot. So yeah. please text me. Oh. Text me when you start watching. Yeah. And you go, oh no, I did watch it in life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be for that happens so often where I'm like 10 minutes into something and I'm like, I've seen every single moment of this and I know what happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I ask just quickly if yeah. you've seen, because it just remembered something else that I saw was earlier this year, it was late last year, which is one of my favorite shows I've ever I think I've ever seen because I watched it through like four or five times. Have you seen Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared? Yeah. What What did you think of that show? I loved it. I adored it. I, I loved adored it. it. It's the weirdest, craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. It's so weird and I haven't heard anyone talking about it. Really. Oh, really? Maybe not here. Oh, man. I don't, I don't know. I feel like some, we're not, people are in America, I feel like there has to be a lot of hype. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, because I wasn't sure, like I didn't know where it would be available here. Yeah. Because I'm I'm I, I'm I'm naughty. Oh, um, I watched I, it on an illegal. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we don't we don't. Uh, it's not. I haven't seen any advertising for it. Yeah. I haven't seen any promo. I just know about it because I'm a big fan of the web series. I was just fascinated to know how they turned it into a half hour show. Yeah. And my God, it's the purest vision. I've ever seen yeah. in the TV show. It's just one yeah, of I was watching it. I was like, where did so much of this come from? Yeah. yeah. So now I got to do that. It's so, wild. Yeah, listeners, that's two new recommendations. Wow. The, oh, wow. I, I'm telling you, the guests are usually, they're all like, oh, the bear, oh, all the, you know. We, <laughs> we <laughs> no. say all the time. I feel like I want to change mine now and be like, <laughs> Sorry, oh, no, no, uh, Zach, Zach, if that was, no, Zach, please, what do you watch? What are you watching? Um, it's a little show called Grey's Anatomy. No, I, uh, I'm going to go with a new one and an old one. Um, the, la the last new thing I watched um, that I loved was Fleischman is in Trouble. 
Yes. Like I, I, w- I just was so blown away with it. I yeah. thought it was so good. That was one I stayed up until 6 a.m. watching. Yeah, same. Yeah. I, I was just like, I'll watch one episode, start at 11. And yep. it's, I think there's so many shows now where that it's that limited series where you feel like it was meant to be a movie and they've stretched it out to five. Yeah. Whereas this felt the right length. It was so wonderful how you sit in it. And it's also the only show I've seen in years where I didn't know what the show was or what the show was saying in the first couple of episodes. Yeah. I loved this idea that I was like, I'm not going to comment on this until I've seen the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, like you, you get know? this just entirely unreliable narrator. Yeah. Who you're like very clear, has issues with himself, has issues with women, and you're like, I don't know that I trust you, sir. <laughs> Let me, I don't know that your wife's this big of a bitch. Let's, <laughs> let's see, let's get all the facts. Let's just sit and wait. I don't <laughs> think Claire Danes would have said yes to just what we're seeing yeah. so far. <laughs> like, but I just thought it was so cool, and I just think it was so complex. Even at the end, it's not like anyone came out as an asshole. It was yeah. just so complicated and it's, so interesting. It was beautiful. Uh, I I did a piece on it for the site that really gets into how the show portrays modern misogyny and internalized misogyny with Lizzie Kaplan's character who works for this men's magazine and, you know, wants to be like, I'm not like other girls. I get Mm. boys and how that ends up kind of betraying her in the end. And I I haven't seen shows that really capture that so well. Yeah, there's just a complexity to something like that. And there's something that... um... I think that I remember hearing something once about about if you can write it as an essay, don't make it as a show or yeah. don't make it as a film. And it's got this amazing thing where there's just so many layers and complexities to it that, yeah, I loved it. I thought it was yeah. fantastic. I, it's great. And then the thing I'm binging, the old thing I'm binging at the moment is I'm re- watching all of Star Trek The Next Generation oh. at the moment. Um, which I'm loving. It's yeah. so good. I, I, I love Star Trek. Yeah, I, I've like, always been like a casual fan and I've seen like the big episodes and the movies. But I just, it was when I was on tour, because when you're on tour, I don't know how you guys feel. Like I can't watch comedy because I'm doing comedy yeah, every night. Yeah. Mm. I can't watch anything too serialized or too heavy because I'm half asleep when I'm watching it. But so I need some, it's really hard to find the right thing because it's like I need something dramatic I kind of want something that's dealing in big ideas, but I also want to be reminded where everyone is every ad break. Yeah. And, like, so there's and something... it follows a pattern. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, okay. And yeah. something without a cliffhanger, because that's what fucks me up if, yeah. I'm, if I'm watching something on tour and, and then I watch something like fucking like the way White Lotus is structured. If you get a cliffhanger, you just need to keep watching more. So I love watching stuff that doesn't have that. Yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> nice, like yeah, just seer- bite sized. Like, so you know, yeah, stories. it's okay yeah. if you fall asleep or if you get to the end of the episode, you feel satisfied. Like that's just an important yeah. structure. That was going to be my next question. You got this big world tour coming up. Oh yeah, you yeah. know when you're on the road, how do you do? You watch TV? Like I'm the same. If I'm touring and doing shows, I can't watch comedy. I like to just separate completely, and then I binge everything the second I'm done. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I, I I find if I'm writing comedy or if I'm performing comedy so there's these very small windows when my wife gets really really excited like it'll be a bro like it'll be like oh he's got two weeks off in about three days we can start watching comedies again <laughs> like he's gonna be right on with comedy. like again. he's back we can binge Abbott Elementary finally yeah, absolutely yeah yeah um travel f- travel for me is when you turn on something by Greg Whiteley um oh. who made cheer and last chance you um yeah yeah is the best I documentary love filmmaker yeah he's amazing so, so I love him so much I messaged him directly I love that what'd you say I said you're really good and he said thank you Aww, <laughs> and oh, followed, me back, followed me back followed me back 
because of our massive show. Yeah, I mean, I'm an icon. Yeah, but yeah, and I gotta imagine not too many people are reaching out to him. You reckon? I yeah, you know, I feel like when you're watching Cheer, he's maybe the. 19th yeah, person it. on the list of people you hit yeah, up. There's the people on it that you're probably reaching yeah, out at first, to. like Gabby and then Monica. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, he's clearly making shows that are about people in a moment in your life. That it, cheer reminds me of the best times of my life, which is in high school musicals and and being with your friends and and just committing to something purely out of love, no financial yeah. return, apart from some very successful cheerleaders. Yeah, a few of them um, make, a, make some good money. Yeah. Uh, and just working towards one goal and the ten and he finds moments where tension is just at its absolute peak. Yeah. And in a world where so much reality is uh exploitative, he's I think genuinely making stuff that is cheering them on, pun yeah. intended. Uh did you watch season two? Of Last Chance You of Cheer. Oh cheer. Yes, I yeah, so yeah. When it goes into the Jerry stuff, because I thought that could have been so exploitative and badly handled, and he did such a good job, like holding Monica accountable, holding just like digging into the whole situation. Yeah, and and spent a good amount of time talking about it, bringing in the people that needed to be heard from. Yeah, Um, yeah, I thought it was really well done. And the last episode of that, I've talked to Zach about it before. I think is my favorite part of television ever. Just the moment (laughs) where it's just I'm not going to ruin it for anyone. But no spoil. Yeah, but. Do they cheer? They, they do they cheer. Do cheer. Oh, Mark, oh, they, they cheer. cheer. Oh my God. <laughs> they make it to nationals and... <laughs> they it's just that it's like literally you can't write it. And, yeah. and the first season is spent with one team and the second season spent with another team, the rival team. The better team, in my opinion. Yeah, Trinity Valley College. <laughs> Trinity Valley, yeah. Um, yeah, shout out to Trinity Valley. Yeah. Shout out Trinity hey, the Valley. The real ones, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, just beautifully done. I also love... I love... Season two, the I remember thinking, how are they going to do season two? Yeah. Not just because of the Jerry stuff, but more, you know, the, 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 do you pretend that this wasn't the biggest show on yeah. television? And you these know? people aren't famous now and have yeah. like tons of followers. Yeah. And I love this idea that like a season two, it's so rare now that a season two, it, it's about different things. Like it's a different show almost. Yeah. It becomes this almost postmodern look at itself, you know, and it's yeah. this fascinating show. And its, it's like, own fault in helping these kids become famous and get to this weird state in their life where they're like forced to do cameos to pay their rent mm. because they still aren't getting paid from what they do. Mm. And it's it's so It's weird. kind of like I've, I wish more drama did what they had to do because it was a documentary. Yeah. Like the way it folds in on itself and is like mind-blowing. As an Australian who consumes mostly American media, uh, to see where these places are is really nice because we see LA, New York, maybe Chicago, yeah. maybe Boston. We're we're in like Nevada. Where are we? Like deep Texas, these places that you don't deep, usually deep Texas, deep Texas. Where, yeah, where you don't usually see, and it's very nice. It's interesting and it's a different place and very enjoyable. I remember yeah. once I was in Austin and the, my Uber driver, he he he'd come to Texas. He he wasn't born there. And I'd only ever been to Austin at that point. And he was like, oh, it's very different. <laughs> so it is, oh, yeah. He was like, I grew up. He wasn't from America even. He was like, I grew up. And he was like, I really liked Cowboys, but I've got a different feeling about Cowboys yeah, now. Like, <laughs> Austin doesn't even count as going to Texas to me. Like, I'm from Texas. It's, yeah. oh, it's yeah. totally different outside yeah. of that one city. Yeah. It's You're like, oh, the, the, oh, like people will be like, you talk funny. What's your problem? <laughs> like, that's uh, how Texas is wow, 100%. Wow. I opened a door in a diner in Texas once for this nice older lady. And she's like, 
oh, thank you, honey. And then opened another door and she said, well, now you're double blessed. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. wow. So I was, now my opinion on Texas is yeah. only positive. Only but you're, you're double blessed and that's yeah. why Greg got back to you. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> exactly what did it. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. I was curious, you know, being in Australia, what American culture and TV makes its way there? Like, growing up, love, what were the shows it. that were oh, like, um, that's America? I mean, Seinfeld and Simpsons were, like, very, very big uh, in Australia growing up. Still are. Still are. Still are. Huge. Um, those were the biggest ones for me. Those were, like, the ones that really, like, especially Seinfeld. It was just like, oh, that's... America. That's even though I know now it was shot in LA, but that's New York. You yeah, know, yeah. that's that sort of <laughs> attitude and and things. I mean, I grew up. George Costanza was like my <laughs> idol, which is so fucked up. I think yeah. I developed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I developed neurosis. Like Twelve years old. Like I can't wait to start balding. <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't think I was neurotic before I started watching Seinfeld, and I became so obsessed with it and that character that I developed. That, yeah, we, we have a weird relationship with America. We have a thing where uh, we well, America we, created the concept of our country as a psyop. First of all, oh, yeah. sorry. Sorry. Oh, oh, sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Um, yeah, cut uh, that. Uh, uh, we very gradually. I think there's a few Australian television shows, but usually reality. There's a big show, the biggest show in Australia for a long time, is called Married at First Sight. Yeah, which, yeah. Oh, yeah. And there was an Australian yeah, version. No of that. Married at First Sight, and then yeah. they brought it to America. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did very they? Fam- oh, yeah. yeah. American yeah. version. Yeah. yeah. There's Married at First Sight, Boston, Miami, yeah. New York, wow. Chicago. It's, it yeah. is a terrible we, show. <laughs> so we, the Australian version is actually better. So oh, wow. it's, okay. We we do yeah. that kind of trash really well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We we made a pilot in Australia and didn't get picked up. We made a second pilot in Australia and didn't get picked up. And so we turned our sort of eyeline to YouTube and being and building our fan base on YouTube. And only through doing that did we kind of end up here pitching to Netflix directly. Um, and we got a show here. Yeah. And then what happened was this weird thing where as soon as the boys from Australia had made good over here, um, we were accepted by wider Australia, <laughs> yeah. which is a really like, cause America is, we have a weird relationship with you where we think you're so crazy and so weird. <laughs> We're like younger siblings. We think you're so, you're always doing the wrong thing and electing the wrong people it's and true, da da da. But 
we admire you and love you so much. And like when we had a show over here, they were like, well, you're just incredible now. You're, <laughs> yeah. You've made it. Yeah. Everyone was the like, the Americans like you. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's, it's very, yeah, it's very, I think the other thing I would say, it's less so now, but when, when I was growing up or when we were growing up, we've got a real blend of American and, and British TV. So like our influences are pretty, like I would say as a group, our influences are pretty equally shared between Australian influences, American influences, and British influences. Yeah. So we kind of get all of that and mush it all together. I think it's a big part of what our voice is. We've got a bit yeah. of the subversiveness of British, but then the there's a kind of an openness and a craziness yeah, to American comedy. Yeah, there is something, yeah, that I think you've struck a chord with in Americanism, and I think that's, you know, it, it really did align when I saw Ed Helms was working with you. I was <laughs> like, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> There's something about his brand of comedy that is so mainstream, boring America, but then just a little nice in little a dark twist. way. Yeah, 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 like a little yeah, like yeah. Andy on The Office is so. Yeah. But then you feel so bad for him all the time. Like yeah. he's this miserable character. <laughs> it's that like that turn. You don't have to be entirely like dark or entirely light. Yeah, you can kind of. There's a dial in American stuff that I think is really fun. Yeah, and what was it like working with Ed Helms and Netflix? It was it was a it was a dream. Like genuinely working with Netflix and with Ed was so lovely because everyone was I think it was because the budget was pretty small. Um but <laughs> everyone was very, very okay with it being our show and yeah. our voice. And I feel so proud of it because it feels untouched. We, Is that fair to say? We, yeah, we, yeah. We, were, we were in a moment, you talk about this a lot, Zach. We we're in a moment where you know, TV ebbs and flows about what's made at what certain time. But we were at a moment where one very big company was like, let's take lots of risks. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, we were very lucky. It's, it it's, felt like when it came out, I remember being like, is this a COVID fever dream? <laughs> <laughs> it was like the perfect. It was for us. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. It yeah. Was, there's an element, I think, I think the way I liked it, the, what it was for us and why it was so special for us is it was the biggest budget we had ever worked on. It was the the biggest sort of playground we'd ever had. Yeah. But inversely, the budget for our entire show, I think, was less than an episode of The Crown. So to <laughs> us, it was amazing. They're like, that's five seconds of Stranger Things. Yeah. 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 Genuinely, yeah. like, yeah. I think we pay Millie Bobby Brown that every day. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> like, that's their snack budget. Yeah, absolutely. There, so. <laughs> um, so we were just like, there, there was this beautiful sort of thing where, we had seemingly like endless resources from our perspective and then they did not give too much of a crap. Like we were yeah. doing references in that show that I think maybe they just assumed we'd made them up. And then people <laughs> in Victoria, like in, in Victoria, Australia, like th there's references to suburban like a suburban car yard about an hour and a half out yeah. of Melbourne there, in that show, there are, <laughs> which was such a thrill for like the maybe half a million people yeah, that get that I mean, show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there, are, there are references that you will only understand if you went to the University of Ballarat Arts Academy <laughs> between the years 2009 and 2012. <laughs> It's like, my favorite kind of comedy. It gets, it gets, that, it gets that is real specific. For, like. <laughs> yeah. But um, that, like, my, my sort of like, favorite little story to give you an idea of what it was like just like creatively was we did the read through um at Netflix and they hadn't seen any of the materials until we did the read through for them and they had two notes um after reading all six episodes and one was oh that sketch could be better and also uh episode two isn't weird enough oh they're like go make it go more, make it weird go make it more weird and that was like 
that's our favorite note. What, yeah. a, what a note to get. So then we went. I've never we made gotten it. that. I've never heard of it. You've never gotten that? Never gotten that. It's an incredible note. Like. Uh, and then after we after we rewrote it and then shot it and then edited it and presented it, they were like, too weird for episode two. <laughs> too weird. <laughs> too too weird. weird. Too weird. Bump that's it to four. <laughs> I gotta love that. Yeah, yeah. that's very Netflix. Yeah, yeah. So I, I am curious, you know, what shows as Americans can we watch to understand Australia? I've, other than your show, other than Big Old Fun House, yeah. uh, mm, I, um, I did just watch Koala Man, which yeah, I felt yeah, yeah, taught yeah. me so much. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe yeah. darker sides of Australia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know the tall poppy syndrome thing. Oh I guess yeah, oh, yeah. Kind of what yeah. we were talking about before with the TV show overseas. It's the, yeah, it's like yeah. you make it overseas, and then people yeah. at home are like, "Yeah, cool. oh wow, and then, yeah, and that's then, yeah. very much it." Uh, Mister In Between for Between. big scary men who basher. you. And uh, what else? Another show that's on Peacock uh, called Irreverent. That you're is, on. That I'm in. <laughs> yeah, you're in. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is about an, an, a Chicago criminal going to Australia. Yes. Uh, that's pretty Australian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good show. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Peacock has not been promoting it enough. No, they, they, well, I, I don't know. They, that's their model, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have found uh, I do more promotion for Peacock shows than Peacock does, honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm on here like, oh, you should go watch, you know, Irreverent, you should go watch Girls 5 Ever. <laughs> like, yeah, they make a lot of shows. Like, how is it? Five a week or five a month or something like that. Yeah, so many shows, and they just they don't like to tell people about. Yeah, them, yeah, you know? strange model. I yeah. don't know if they're over here, but Paramount Plus. Um, I don't think Michelle's show is over here. I think it was just in Australia, but um, Paramount Plus and but I do. I'm pretty sure Amazon has it. Um, there's a lot of Australian comedy specials that um, Amazon have done, and I think. From our perspective, getting a taste of, of of there's some really cool there's a really cool comedy scene in Australia. Like yeah, really... like I feel like as a comic, I know Australia is always having huge comedy festivals. It, like comedians love performing there because the audiences like truly love comedy. Yeah, uh, you know, like everybody goes there. Like I'd say Maria Bamford is more popular in Australia than in America. Like, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. We we our show in Melbourne was after a, 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 an American headline show and we became, we became good friends with um Zainab uh Johnson and uh Yeah, Zainab. I love Zainab. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so it was really lovely, and I think everyone has a good time when they come down uh, for spend a nice month in Melbourne. Yeah, so people are always like there. they treat comedians like actual rock stars. There, <laughs> they're like, really oh do. my, Very yeah, they're so. like, wow, what you do is <laughs> important. We and genuinely love it, and yeah. it's also because we've got such a small population. You can't really, when you're a comedian, you can't really tour the same show for too long. So most Australian comedians, as a matter of practice, like rewrite their hour every year. Wow. So it's, that's what you do. Just every year you do a new hour, which means that after <laughs> five, ten years, like it's a really interesting, Yeah. you know, you might not have the perfect so that's why hour. you're funnier than us. That's mm-hmm. why you're funnier than Americans. Like, come on. If we existed, we, we have be. We have, True. We True. have <laughs> some pretty wobbly bits if about 40 minutes into most Canadians, of that live shows. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we weren't actually Canadian. But no, I think Amazon... Um, did some specials that were filmed in Australia. So I don't know if it, that it had an all-encapsulating title, but I, w- I would try and check out some Australian comedy Australian. Uh, specials mm. on Amazon. Yeah. There's our, our new sitcom we just made as well. We're in the process trying to get that scene over here as well. So if you ever if that pops up anywhere, yeah. watch that. It's called, <laughs> we'll watch it. It's called Auntie Donna's Coffee Cafe. Love that. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be a lot of fun. <laughs> I've seen it. We're not going to tell I, you yeah. to get a VPN if you want to watch it. We're not going to say that. But otherwise, I hope it's on Peacock, and then yeah. I'll promote it for you. Yeah, yeah. That's how it works. That's their model. Uh, so, you know, 
you got this world tour coming up. Mm. Do you want to you want to talk about it? What are you excited mm, about? Yeah, we're coming. Where here. are you going? We're yeah. going to uh, when we say world, we're meeting English speaking, where we won't lose <laughs> money if we travel there. We're not going to uh, uh, Singapore. No, uh, no we're we going to Brazil. Fun, right? You going to Brazil? No, I'd no, love to go to Brazil. Yeah, no. I, I feel like a, yeah. we should do a. Going bankrupt tour where we go to Japan, <laughs> Brazil, like Argentina. Uh, the, the for us tour. Yeah, for us yeah. tour. Yeah. I, I feel like there's Brazilian fans for everything. Like I oh, post yeah. stuff and people will be like, come to Brazil. And I'm just like, what for what? That's <laughs> like, right. Just say football here yeah. at, at I, this I, venue. I do love those sorts of comments where people are like, like in the in in just a country or a city or a place and like, why don't you come to here and say, there are so many of us and we have to like hire a theater and you're the only person I know in that place that likes us. Maybe you come to us. Like <laughs> we'll us. come close. You, yeah. We'll come as close as possible. We'll do our best. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're coming to the United States of America. Yeah. We're going nice. to uh, Canada. We're going to Ireland, England, <laughs> Scotland as well. Um, so if you have fans there. Uh, we're coming over in October, so head to our mailing list at auntiedonna.com and uh, we'll let you know immediately. As and then you can, and you can yeah. and you can get them. Get and those. you can you also can follow the boys tickets. on Twitter at Auntie Donna Boys. Yep, yeah, that's yeah. us right and, there. And Ashley will be at all of our shows. I'll be at every single one. <laughs> and yeah. just just a heads yeah. up, if you're following us on Twitter, we're absurdist comedians. <laughs> the the platform of Twitter doesn't quite suit what we do, so don't look at that and be like, they're not that witty. Just just bear in mind that's you follow that to like get the yeah. Updates. And if you're on TikTok, you know, the, yeah. I put it. I put a TikTok up last night of um. Zach and Mark on the Universal uh, Studios tour, yeah. seeing oh, that's Norman, a good tour. Norman Bates with a knife. So yeah. like, we got very good content on our social platforms. Oh. <laughs> and the, the kids love TikTok these days. Oh, they yeah. do. Yeah. They do the dances on. They TikTok. do the dances. Oh, I love the dances. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. One day someone will have a TikTok. I say um, uh, podcast. Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll on TikTok in three minutes or something. Yeah. yeah like, say, you what's your shows? favorite TikTok? That'll yeah, be amazing. TikTok, TikTok radio where every segment is only sixty seconds. Long, yeah. That's that's that's, that's, that's like the yourself. that's our attention span anyway in this yeah. country. <laughs> in every country, it's it's it's. Uh... Yeah. Do you? I don't. Do you ever feel this kind of? I'm just curious as comedians. Yeah. Mm. Do you ever feel this pressure to like make your content fit TikTok in this oh, like man. new? Because I feel like that's. I'm always yeah. getting that. You know, We're, your joke, your bit should like fit in a 30 second clip. Yeah, we've we've outdated uh, <laughs> those things. I, I did a TikTok with some younger. Uh, TikTok performance the other day and I was just felt so out of my depth yeah. <laughs> and the d video did so well for them and I just don't know the, f the road and we've got our thing our kind of model has always just been do what we think is the funniest thing and then hope that people come to that and you might not get big numbers but mm. you get people who stay with you for life yeah. and are engaged with what you do Yeah. so we just do our best whenever the new platform comes along we didn't know what YouTube was when we started we put a video up we put a little web series we made for community access television and uh put it online and then one day one of them went off and that was our first fan base and we're like wow youtube is the future it's only youtube from here on out <laughs> but every show is going to be on youtube yeah, yeah. you're going to have a big you know just original yeah. content department it's going to be great it'll be tv networks and youtube and that's it it's very like i think there's an element isn't it where it's it, it, anyone that falls into a trap of any era is when they like define themselves by what they like by their means of distribution yeah, you know yeah. what i mean no, it's like i'm it's a tiktok i'm a tiktok a star i'm a vine star it's like that okay that's yeah that's sure like, that'll work I'm out fine. yeah <laughs> we've been I doing do this we've been doing this for like 10 years now and I remember we were not very 
good at YouTube. We did it sometimes, but we were more focused on our live shows at the start. And there would be people that were like so ahead of the curve with YouTube and they're like, yeah. we don't need TV. This is the future. And then I'll see them now, some of them. And they're like, no, TikTok is too fast and too quick. I'm like, you are doing what the TV people do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's funny. TikTok is funny, isn't it? I, that was the first platform where I was like, I don't. I'll be on it, but I don't need to figure this out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm on it. I post sometimes, and it's mostly just promotional stuff, which the kids don't like. So I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But to know that I'm aligned with you, you comedic, you comedic geniuses. That's oh, right. Wow. That's right. Bless I don't need TikTok. I want to thank you for joining me, Mark Broden. Zach, this thank is you. so fun. Thank, thank you. you for having so me. And I mostly hope, if you were listening, you truly believe Australia is a place that exists now uh, and people live there. <laughs> Look, I'm real. pretty sure it does. <laughs> I can't like I can't say unequivocally that it does, but I'm pretty sure it Can does. Can I just I, ask one question cuz yeah. we really do this is so rude of me to yeah, be wasting sure. your time. <laughs> yeah. This but you've talked to this person about flat earth. Yeah. I, I am Did they think that every single pilot is in on it? Yeah. Like every every well, like the pilots aren't necessarily in on it, but they're told how to. They're like, "This is the flight to Australia," but it's a lie, and they just don't really know that they're being lied to and actually landing in Canada. Ask no the, questions, tell no the lies. The level of stupid <laughs> like, you have to be. The level like of stupid you have to be to think over. you're smart enough <laughs> to think that's a smart thing. You figure that it is, is yeah. mind blowing. That me. there are pilots who are like, I don't know. They just sent me on this long path. <laughs> over China to get to Australia. And, and it makes Crazy. My, my biggest thing is who gives a shit? Let's say that's true. Let's say that's real. Who gives a shit? Like, well, I don't understand what the big... Oh, well, they're NASA, lying. NASA NASA you'd be like, it. they're yeah. lying to us. All right. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Oh, that's the other layer that yeah. I love. It's yeah. like, why are you so obsessed? Why does it matter? It doesn't matter. So Australia is a PSYOP campaign. Sure. Who cares? Sure. Who gives a fuck? How does so that what? change So now we can confirm, life? actually, Australia is a PSYOP campaign. Oh, yeah, that's absolutely. That's come around Yeah, to. no, no, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it makes no difference to how much I hate my life. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, I dated him because he was hot, not because yeah, he was smart. That's great. So. That's great. You got what you wanted. Exactly. You, yeah. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> you date Kyrie Irving? Yeah. 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 No, <laughs> wait, no. No, 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 no. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. This was so fun. Uh, and, you know, follow the boys on Twitter at Auntie Donna Boys. Get your ticket for this world tour. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you Ashley. Thank you. fun interview those silly silly boys i want to give a thank you again to my guest auntie donna for being here and confirming what we all know now australia is real put that question to rest it's it's real it's a real place uh, let me let me give you some quick homework before we get out of here. It's just, just some really quick stuff we're going to be talking about on the show coming up, some stuff I'm excited about, a little mix for you, some stuff that'll be premiering this weekend, and, and some premieres and some finales you might not want to miss. Uh, Poker Face, of course. It, it's ending next week. Just, you know, it's so good. I'm so glad it's renewed. It's so, so good. People don't believe me when I say Peacock is where it's at, but poker face is where it's at so come on keep watching acapulco which is on apple tv 
I recently was showing a friend season one of this show, started rewatching the whole thing and just forgot how fun and enjoyable it is. It's just a good time. So if you haven't watched season two, go watch it because guess what? Already renewed for season three. So you don't have to be afraid that they're going to rip it out of your hands like so many other shows we've lost. Uh, Sorry, sorry. I was just getting a little distracted thinking about Southside. Southside, you know what? I'm putting it on your homework list. I guess you guys didn't watch it since it got canceled last week. But go watch Southside if you haven't already. We're we're mourning. So go enjoy it. We got three perfectly weird seasons of that show. And it, it its final resting place is HBO Max. Hopefully they don't take it off the platform. So go watch it while you can. Next up, Hello Tomorrow, starring Billy Crudup. I am loving this show. I didn't really know how I felt about it when it started, but like four episodes in, I'm like, okay, I'm in. And I know your four four episodes is too much, but they give you the first three all at once because that's how Apple TV has learned to pull us in. Okay, it's an interesting show. It's like a mix of Mad Men and the Jetsons. And I like it. I like when Billy Crudup is mean and evil. So I'm in on this show. I can't wait to see where it goes. Uh, And and yeah, I I love what it's doing. It's really funny. But, you know, it's not, I would say, doing anything super revolutionary yet. I'm excited. Like I said, excited to see where it goes. Uh, Shrinking, also on Apple TV, I've been enjoying. Again, this ensemble gelled for me. Episode five, I was like, this ensemble, electric. Love it. Love them together. Love watching these people together. Great show. Uh, My next one, Dear Edward, which I've been tweeting about a lot. Dear Edward, also Apple TV. It's a show that is about a little boy who survived a plane crash and everybody else died. And it's really, really sad. And every episode's like about learning more about the families impacted by this plane crash and the little boy. And it's so sad. (laughs) I call fans, like I call it grief group. I'm like, grief group checking in. It's time to watch Dear Edward. I don't know if anyone else is watching because those tweets don't get a lot of engagement. So I guess I'm the only one in grief group. There's like four of us watching this show and crying to Connie Breton, like playing a widow. But she's doing such a good job. So if you're out there in TV club and you're a fan of Dear Edward, let me know. Uh, And then we obviously we have Party Down, which came back last week. The Party Down reboot on Stars. It's incredible. It's good. It's hilarious. This cast, they have the same fire. Nothing has left. Every joke just was what I wanted it to be. The whole reboot is what I wanted it to be. I I have no complaints. No complaints. Actually, I got screeners and I I didn't watch them because I want to savor it and watch it like week to week with all of you, TV Club. That's how much I love you and that show that I want to savor it week to week. Uh, And then after that, we got Grand Crew. These are coming up new, uh, which premieres this Friday on NBC, starring friend of the podcast, Nicole Byer. Can't wait for that show to come back for season two. It's just like I said, my favorite black rom-com sitcom comedy. It's just so, I think I just said rom-com sitcom comedy, which would be like romantic comedy, sitcom comedy. So rom-com sitcom. (laughs) And either way, whatever, it is a show I love. And it's another great ensemble. And I think in this era of American Auto, uh, I also will give a little shout out to Not Dead Yet, which I am watching. And I know that we're afraid to watch it because it's a mid-season replacement for home economics, which we want to get renewed. But they have canceled the Goldbergs. 
another RIP that I think only I care about. But they've canceled the Goldbergs. So that to me is a pretty good sign. Home Ec will probably be back with Abbott Elementary. They'll have another slot and we can probably keep Not Dead yet because I do think it's really funny. I love the dynamic between the main Gina Rodriguez's character and her roommate. And again, they have great guest stars every episode with the premise. So I need home economics to get renewed and then I can feel safe watching Not Dead Yet. But that is your homework list. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to share this episode with someone, if you have a friend or a relative out there who thinks Australia isn't real, go share this episode. Go share, you know, Uh, go rate and review. Check out our newsletter. We also have all all the merchandise on Podswag. You can just head to podswag.com slash TV. I say we'll be back next week for another episode. I say with Ashley Ray, another episode, another episode. TV I Say with Ashley Ray is an Earwolf production made by me, Ashley Ray Harris. It's engineered by Abby Aguilar and produced by Amelia Chapelo. And our original theme song is by Rafia. It means so much to me if you go rate, review, subscribe, follow TV I Say. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Share with your golden girls. Tell your boys. If you love my TV recommendations, let everyone you know know. For special TV club members, join my Patreon. And you can also find my full archive ad-free episodes of TV I Say over on Stitcher Premium. Use promo code TVISAY, all one word, for a one-month free trial at stitcher.com slash premium.